0: Welcome to the Kinja's Podcast. Here we will discuss dance, life, and whatever the f*** we want. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Kinja's Podcast, Movement in the Shadows. This pod is now officially a year and a half old. We've been going strong. We got 80 some odd episodes. And we just want to say thank you to you guys, our listeners, and our supporters for following our journey um, as you know, up in, by this point, I think you know the team. It's Justin, Kim, we got Jeremy Lai, and myself. And we've just been pouring whatever we can into this to deliver weekly episodes to you guys. And it's just been a labor of love. But to be totally transparent, it does take a lot of work to keep this show afloat and to keep delivering weekly episodes to you guys. So, in efforts to sustain this thing, we are starting a Patreon. And this is a way for you, our listeners, to be able to partner with us in helping us support um, being able to sustain the show. From everything to upgrading our equipment to, just to be totally honest, to pay our staff to keep this thing going. With the different tiers that we're going to be offering, there's going to be a lot of cool perks from discounts on merchandise, early access to episodes and events, as well as just exclusive content that we're going to make specifically for our Patreon patrons. Uh, So when we release that, we would love your guys' support to whatever degree you guys can. Every little bit helps, and we definitely appreciate you guys. Uh, Today, we are doing a AMA, Ask Us Anything, well, AUA episode, where uh, we asked you guys to tweet us questions to our Kinja's podcast Twitter And uh, my guest today is Ving Nguyen from The Kinjas. We both just hopped on The Kinjas live stream. We took uh, live questions on the Instagram. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. We had people from all over the world, from India to Paris, tuning in. So thank you guys for joining us on the the live stream. We answered a lot of questions that you guys had. Hopefully uh, they were valuable. Hopefully if anything, you just had a laugh with us. We had a great time. I love doing these episodes. And uh, we read some of the reviews that you guys have written. Um, Shout out to the people who have uh, left us ratings and reviews, so we shouted those out. Just had a great time, and I I think this episode is just one for you guys, our fans and our supporters. So thank you guys so much for tuning in, for listening, and be sure to look out for the Patreon because it's coming soon. Great fun episode, let's hop right in. What's up guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Kendra's Podcast, Movement in the Shadows. I'm your host Ben. We got the crew back there, Justin, Jeremy. They're outside. We're in the podcast room at the complex. We are live, live, and in your phones and faces. And today, who's joining us? We got Ving. What's up, guys? Ving is here. That is Ving. He is a kinja. <laughs> I can't read that far, but hello. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna pass the phone. So we are doing our first ever. Oh, not first ever, but first of the year. Thank you and Ask Us Anything episode. We got some cool questions in our Twitter. And we're also going to take your questions here live on the Kinstagram feed. So thank you guys so much for following the pod for I think it's a year and a half now. And as you can see behind me, this cool, it's cool sign. We're no longer at the dojo with the pod. We are now at the Kinja's Complex in our podcast room. I'm going to show you guys the room. Yeah, so this that's is, Ving. This is a couch. That's a couch. And uh, wow, this is going to be very... I don't think we've ever shown the whole room. So yeah, here is a real look at the <laughs> complex from where I sit. This is what we're dealing with. We're still going to treat the room with some... Uh, Audio foam panels, acoustic foam panels. There's still some work that we got to do, but you know, we still wanted to just keep things moving and uh, keep delivering this pod to you guys. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, We wanted to video pause. Sorry, I I think our internet's a little bit shaky, but I'm still seeing all your guys' stuff. Um, Yeah, I want to shout you guys out. We got turkey in the house. Where you guys? Oh, hi, two. <laughs> <laughs> two. In, he's everywhere. We're in two's house. Oh no! Pause the connection. What's up with this? No. You want to try my phone? Oh, there it is. Okay. We should bring the twins on. All right, the twins. If you guys are watching, you guys should come onto the pod. Fly on over. Fly on Paris. over. Yes. All right, guys. So we. Uh, I. I put it in the the our, our um, IG story yesterday to if you have any questions send them through our Twitter so we have a few that came in and uh, actually before we do that let's let's uh let's go to some thank yous here. Um, we got a lot of uh, cool reviews that came in um, the past in the past few months we had the last time we did this this was like in September so we want to. Uh, read some of the reviews that came in since then. Um, Ving, would you like to take the first one? The first one? Yes. The top one? Yeah, okay. The top one. Hold on, I gotta shift over to you. Boom.
1: Hey, everybody. Okay, first one, uh, February 3rd from BIM5595. The title is, if you care about grow... I think it was cut off, but the (laughs) comment is, thank you for... Thank you for providing us such an amazing source to learn and inspire from. Hey, thank you for listening. That's really, really nice.
0: Paused. That's pretty sick. Reconnected. Bim. Oh, see, our Wi-Fi is uh, kind of in and out, guys. We're sorry. But um, thank you, Bim, for that awesome review. Thank you for listening. And, uh, yeah, for leaving us five stars with that. That was awesome. The next one comes in from Leigh Nicole four thumbs up
1: four thumbs and How do you have five four stars
0: <laughs> so happy i stumbled upon this podcast it's one every creative should listen to i have shared every episode i've listened to so far wow lay nicole that is freaking awesome uh thank you so much for doing that for one writing the review two leaving us five stars and then three, sharing it with people because that's literally the only way that this thing gets out there. So you are awesome, Lay Nicole. We appreciate you very, very much. Ving, take the next one. Next one.
1: Next one is Benaz28. Uh it says, You guys always, you guys always amazing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's grammatically correct, but I'm just going to say it that way. Yeah. It makes sense. That's, you guys yeah. always amazing. Exciting. Don't normally write reviews. Listening one hour to 58 minutes doesn't feel like it. Wow. Every time I'm listening to you guys, it feels way too short. Hope to have Phil Garvin, a.k.a. Blacksmith, to be the podcast. That would be dope. Honestly, Phil would be great in here. But thank you. That's a lot of time commitment, so thank you. Boom.
0: That is... You know what, we do talk a lot in this thing, so if, if like, you know, an hour 58 flies by, I guess we're kind of doing something right and not boring you guys, so <laughs> thank you for that. All right, we're going to move to the next one. We got, this comes from, hold on, <laughs> this is a very um, great name, NY Giants Beckham Sucks, <laughs> titled East Coast Beast Coast, oh, East Coast. five stars. Love this podcast. Weekly staple for me. Short and sweet from NY Giants, Beckham Sucks. East Coast. We appreciate you. Um, yeah, short and sweet is nice. Straight to the point. And that's very helpful to us and very encouraging. Oh, Nicole is here. Nicole is a loyal listener. Always leaving us screenshots of the episodes that she listens to and what she's getting out of it. So shout out, Nicole. What's up? What's up? Um, Cool. We're gonna take some questions from Twitter that came in. Let's see. Bum, bum, bum. Moving Fire to away. the Twitter. Moving to the Twitter. All right. This question comes from at Sarth4k Mishra. Oh, I know Sarth. You know Sarth?
1: Yeah. Oh, he he's, wait, hold on. he's honestly always commenting on my stuff, and I do read a lot of like the comments that people send, yeah, and messages that they send. So, what up, Sarth? Sarth, Thank you guys for dropping in. That's
0: Appreciate you. All right. Shout out Sarth. Here we go. Let's go to this question. Question is Wow, this is true. This is written in true Kinjas fashion. Everything that sounds like a hard K is written with a K. So, my question spelled with a K U E S T I O N Does a dancer it. really need a mirror to practice with a K movements? <laughs> and secondly, with a K, not a question, though. Suggest me a dance shoe under $60. Thank you. Hashtag Kinja Bang.
1: Hmm. And he
0: did the, the, the crossing fingers emoji because they haven't made the Kinja Bang emoji yet. So, Apple, if you're listening, you guys need to make a Kinja Bang emoji. All right. So, question <laughs> is, does a dancer really need a mirror to practice movements? I don't know, Ving.
1: What you know, do you think?
0: I'm going to just grab yeah, this grab phone, phone here.
1: Dude, does a dancer need mirror? I don't necessarily think that you need a mirror. Like, I think uh, obviously dance is so innate that as long as you have like music and rhythm, you could practice on your own. But I do fully believe that if you have a mirror, it's only gonna help to like show like what you actually look like, so you could be more body aware. So mirror, long question short. I don't think you need it, but I think it's gonna help to Mm. like. Allow yourself to look the way that you want to. But, you know,
0: that's my two cents. Word. I dig that. I dig it. I agree. I want to add to that. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. Let me add to that. I know that some people, when they get into choreography mode, uh, some people like to kind of feel what the movement is in their body before seeing it. So, uh, like, for instance, John Ha. I think John Ha is a non-mirror choreographer. Yeah,
1: you know, he doesn't. He yeah. actually notably does not choreograph yeah. with a mirror. Yeah.
0: And then, I, and I, you know, I think, you know, when you want to, like, refine it or maybe kind of add details to it, then you, may, you maybe want to get into the mirror after. So, depending on the type of mover you are and maybe what the intention is, if it's choreography and you are a, more of a feeler, like a John Ha, uh, maybe you don't need it. Um, but I would also say like in regards to like freestyle um, you know when we session too like a lot of times we and when we cipher we try to like direct our attention to the circle versus like looking into the mirror and dancing because then you kind of lose that connection in the cipher so I think it all depends but I think mirror is great to refine details for sure
1: for sure there's a second part to that question right the yeah, shoe? the
0: second part was suggest a good dance shoe under $60. $60. $60. I mean, there's. I feel like there's a lot of shoes. I mean, <laughs> we wear Cortez's a lot. I don't know if that's quite under $60. I think it though. might be like $90 or something 90. like that. But
1: okay. I think for me, I actually just got shoes, some Nikes, off of like Nordstrom Rack for like $40. Bucks. So there's places where you can get cheaper shoes. But to this day, I still still love just classic Vans. Mm. Like, I mm-hmm. think those are affordable, yet they're like, the sole is like flat, so you can kind of just play and glide with like the floor. That's still one of my yeah. like personal,
0: like, I dig favorites. It. I personally like Superstars, Adidas. I'm wearing them now. I also don't think, they might not be 60 bucks, but like,
1: <laughs> definitely under a
0: hundred. Definitely under a hundred. <laughs> um, and the reason I like these is the same reason that Ving likes Vans. Flats, uh, flat soles. Um, I like f- shoes that uh make me feel grounded mm-hmm. and not like I feel like runners sometimes can be kind of rounded out because of like the foam, right? Insoles or, like, and stuff like that. Yeah, so I like being closer to the ground. Um, and you can find a lot of shoes that are like that. I think like Nike SB makes a lot of shoes like that. Um, That's yeah, true. Nike yeah. SB's, blazers, blazers. I like blazers too. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Great question, Sarth. Sarth. Let's let's uh, let's move in along here. Let me uh let me Ooh. see what else is on Twitter here. Yeah. Sorry guys if we're making you dizzy with this live feed. <laughs> um, we're gonna get to the you know, we we see these questions coming through the live feed too, so we're gonna get to those in a second, but we wanna you know shout to people out who followed directions and uh, read the Twitter, <laughs> <laughs> Twitter first. Um, this one comes from at Maria Yupp. Um, for tomorrow's live, my question is, <laughs> is Charlie guy single? If so, <laughs> can I shoot my shot? Wow, Maria. Uh, we first got good of all, news for you. <laughs> first of all, I would like to, uh, commend you for your boldness and, uh, shooting the shot. I mean, shoot that's it's, it's not easy to do these days. Life is short. Um, but because you asked such a bold question, um, I'm going to answer it. <laughs> uh, I believe Charlie is single. And if you want to shoot your shot, yeah. I say shoot it. You yeah. know, like life's, life's short. Like, what do you got to lose? He's actually downstairs right now working out. And that's not even a. Uh, I, I'm not joking. He actually came in here in his workout clothes, right? Damn, we and,
1: should get him to just flex for the Yeah, IG should we one just time. go down
0: there and, and like have him do a little private? No, that's that's weird. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Maria, yup. Uh, I believe to answer your question, Charlie is single. And uh, shoot your shot. You got nothing to lose. We're going down to ah. This is not so much a question. Um, But this came in from Jozar. Ah, okay. And this is not necessarily came in yesterday, but this came in five days ago. But Jozar just tweeted us. Uh, He quoted from uh, Taboo's episode, which is the uh, episode 82, I believe. Um, He said, quote, before you tell me what's wrong with me, let me tell you what's wrong with me. I'm an open book. I like being the person that trial and error, mistake, testimony so that others don't have to go through what I went through quoting at tab beP. Dope. Um, yeah, that was a that was a great episode. I don't know if you guys listened to it. Um, taboo's episode was a few episodes ago. An amazing episode. taboo has uh, experienced so much of life, has had obviously such an extensive successful career. and um, yeah, a lot of really, really good wes- wisdom, wisdom bombs and gems in that episode. Um, so listen to that, so shout out Jozar for tweeting us that. Um, cool, well, let's take some live questions here. Wait, your video is buffering on my end. Sorry guys, I know the internet's a little in and out, but we still see everything that's coming in, we're trying to keep you guys here with us. So I'm gonna pass this over to Ving. If you guys have questions to us, if you guys are joining us in this live feed, um, Shoot us some questions. We see a lot of hearts coming in. We Shoot see your emojis. Shot. Shoot your shot. <laughs> um here. Let's let's see. Stuff is coming in. Tons of hearts coming in. We appreciate all the hearts and all the shout outs. When are y'all coming to Florida? Are we going to Florida anytime soon?
1: Uh not for a job, but I'm actually I'm going to Florida this summer.
0: Look at that. Ving's going to be in Florida in the summer.
1: Yeah, just for like a family vacation. But if there's time, maybe I'll just teach a class or something. Look
0: at that. Who knows? There was a question from, I think it was Raj Brady. It said, next song, Ving. What does that mean? I guess that means like, what's your next song? Like, what are you going to choreograph to next?
1: Ooh, uh, next song. You know, I have a whole list that I compile on my Spotify of just like random you know, tidbits that you listen to you just kinda of throw in there. So I actually don't really know. I uh You have
0: like a you have a playlist that's like I might want to create something to Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you, yeah. you do that too. I do right? that too. I have like it says create question mark. Yeah, <laughs> mine's like create
1: and then little dance emoji.
0: <laughs> Look at that.
1: My latest song. Oh <laughs> I was actually just listening to this last night. I don't know if it's like choreographing, but there's like a classic. I love this song. It's called Buyer's Side by um, Sade and the okay. Neptunes remix it do you remember oh, that it's from like the, yeah. like the 2000s but like I just love what it what you so guys know really about Sade who's, who's Sade. a Sade listener out there come on that's my last song and also Wildin by Burhana Burhana's dope too but not to say I'm gonna create to those just some you know just musical inspiration out there if you guys wanna
0: you look know lunch on that musical inspos boom Nicole, I can't wait to catch up. Oh yeah, so yeah, catch up on these uh, podcasts. Hammer Vong, hey, Hammer Vong, shout out Hammer Vong. He sent us a uh, video of him watching Kinja's vids and then also uh, an audio of us shouting him out <laughs> reading his last review. So he's on the live feed, so there it is. Shout out Hammer Vong. <laughs> Gene two, 426 just the two of you, question mark? Um, Currently, yes. It's just us two in here. (laughs) To answer your question, yes. Uh, I
1: think she also wants her shot at Charlie. Sorry, Charlie's not here. Oh, no.
0: Okay. (laughs) Kel Budge, any advice about getting into dancing later on in life? Oh, that's a great question. Advice on getting into dance later on in life? Advice? What Um, are your thoughts? Uh, Oh, wait. Uh, There we go. We're still here.
1: My current thought is just do it <laughs> because if you don't do it like now then you may never like get your chance to and i think what pops into mind immediately is that i, I mean i started dancing at 14 but for people like anthony if you guys don't know anthony lee started actually like late aka like in college mm. uh, which is yeah you know later than i guess yeah. most of us for but sure it just depends on like what you want to do with your time. It doesn't have to be at a, like a professional level, but doing it for what you love is there's there's no time stamp on that. I think that there's no too late. I think you can dance and enjoy any any phase of your life.
0: I agree very much so. All right, we're going to man, this thing internet keeps reconnecting, but we're in and out. All right kin just uses contained movement this is prasad adarsh very effective the technique lies in core or is it something else okay so i think the question here is uh where do you gain the most physical strength and stability from in dance uh i would say oh wow we're a multi-streaming <laughs> We have two phones here. Look at this. So I just pulled it
1: out because I know we're having some connection issues. Yeah. So, if so this yeah, helps, we, we got we, we can got also both going here.
0: I would say okay. The question is: Does uh, is core stability important for dance? Yes, absolutely. I would say everything um, having to do with weight distribution, balance, um, and also even knowing where to um, channel some of like let's say if you're gonna hit like where that comes from. A lot of that comes from your core. So, um, core strength training is very important, not only for dance, uh, just in life. I mean, yeah, there's so many things that we do that, like the, that engages your core. So that's not only just your abs, you know, there's your lower back and you know, there, there's a front and a backside to your core. So, Yes, to answer that question, core is very important for sure. For dance,
1: to add to that too, um, I was recently training with this guy named Carl. Shout out, Carl! Carl, Carl, Movement Society. Uh, he's he used to be a dancer, but now he's a personal trainer. And most of what we focused on was just core, you know, because I think yeah. and legs obviously because as dancers are always on your feet, you're moving around, you're shifting, you're stepping. But in terms of core, like. Not just your abs. I think people just think core. Oh, abs. It's also like what Ben was saying: your lower back, your mm-hmm. glutes, your hamstrings are all super important to strengthen and not only strengthen but stretch. Yes,
0: stretch out. Stretch. <laughs> Shout out, Carl. You know what? I actually had a session with Carl yesterday.
1: Oh, he he killed you, huh? He, he destroyed your butt? me. My <laughs>
0: legs are mush right now, and my lower back is hurting. So that is yeah. actual proof that. Um, yeah, we, we go, we put in work over here. It's not just dancing. We're, we're actually trying to train our bodies like athletes as well. So great, great question. Um, yeah, I know
1: how you feel right now, Ben. Yeah. I was there. Yeah. <laughs> could not walk. I'm destroyed.
0: <laughs> All right. Picto, what is the most unusual? Oh no, it's going so fast. Uh, Im- unusual, something to improve your dance. Okay. I guess it seemed like the question was, what is the most unusual thing that you do to improve your dance? Maybe like unconventional things that you do. I guess maybe working out could be one of those things. What are some of the things that you feel like improve your dance? Improve your that dance. That may not necessarily be dance. Hmm. May not be dance. Uh,
1: this, maybe it's not unconventional, but more of like a like a duh is literally just listening to music. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I I maybe just to expand on this. One of my teachers is Kevin Brewer. He's um, hey, from the Shout Jabberwockies, KB. and the way he would explain music, I'm just gonna share tricks of the trade. Yeah, is that he sees music as if you guys have ever used like GarageBand or seen like um like sound mixers, how there's different layers and different stems for music, and how it like rises and like falls. Um music is a lot like that and to kind of jump on a rhythm is like the common like beat. but to hear like a cats, cats and the in-betweens is be able to jump to that part of the music as a dancer. so the more that you can understand the nature of music, the better you can dance because there is obviously they go together or dance goes with music. so just listen to music, dissect it, love it, embrace it. I think that's one way conventional unconventional that you can approach that
0: i dig it i agree i would also say um when you watch things i think for me i love watching cartoons and i think (laughs) when i see um let's say for instance i don't know this i'm gonna date myself here but like the old wb mary melodies cartoons like bugs bunny daffy duck if you like watch those cartoons and the way that they like have these like body postures and they like animate it kind of like gives me um like a picture for me to be able to like oh if I can mimic that and if I can kind of bring those like uh expressions out like when I have some sort of a character that I want to play I think especially when I was getting down with Jabbawockeez like like watching those cartoons made me feel like oh shoot like I want to be able to kind of like mimic those things so That's pretty unconventional. I don't know. Cartoons is a thing. No, that's
1: that's for sure dope. I think like pulling from inspiration like that, um, especially I guess if you're a freestyler or or I mean just a dancer in general is like, I'm going to be a praying mantis now. And then that like Mm kind of gives yourself more, you know, leeway to just be another thing now from praying mantis to... I'm going to be a
0: log, and you're going to be on the floor and more stiff in movement. I think that's cool. Yeah, That's dope. Interesting question. Made us really dig into our brains for that one. I dig it. Um, I saw a question earlier about, um, are we preparing for Arena Singapore? And unfortunately, this year, we are not. Um, As you guys all probably know, uh, the coronavirus is still very much... um, yeah, it's affecting a lot of the people out in Asia, and our hearts and prayers go out to you guys. So, um, unfortunately, due to just safety, uh, we decided that we are going to not have Arena Singapore this year. But, um, again, our hearts and prayers go out to you guys, and much love to you guys, for sure, for sure. Amen, amen. Yeah. Um, but, we're you know, we're over here at the complex. I think, uh, you know, the fact that we have this space now and everybody's kind of more so home We're creating as much as we can over here, from TikTok videos to, um, you know, all kinds of things. Speaking of TikTok, who's following us on TikTok? (laughs)
1: Shameless plug. Shameless plug,
0: but oh well, this is our show. If you're not following us on TikTok, we are on there. Kinja's official. Bing, what's your TikTok? uh mine is ving is v-i-n-h-k-i-n-j-a-z look at that <laughs> look at that and i'm just same thing as my ig btech underscore ben chung so follow us i think all the kinjas well not all of them but we all need to get on tiktok we're all slowly getting there we're learning we're learning the ways um all right here we go there is. Okay. I'm in Washington. I can't go back to China and I can fly to LA right now. I'd love to see you all. Van Jean 426. Whoa, Van Jean, if you want to come out to LA, this is where we're at. Come by either the dojo or the complex and, uh, you know, hopefully we can say hi to you. Yes. Yes. Jonesy. The TikToks have been awesome. Hi, Jonesy. Hey, Jonesy. If you guys don't know Jonesy, Jonesy makes these awesome handmade, like, caricature. I don't even know what to call them. I feel like they're made out of yarn. Yarn. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Jonesy is super talented. We love her. Shout out, Jonesy. Yeah, yarn figures. Hello. Yarn figures. Yeah, and, like, they're all, like, made after the the Kinja's characters from the Chronicles, too. We got to bring Chronicles back, man. It was <laughs> fun. Um, all right. Sorry, guys. Connection is poor, but I'm still seeing everything coming in. Love you your Naruto been. theme, bro. Thank you, Durkul, my hawk. Okay. I don't know if that helps. Here, how about we, we tag team? You could do it off of yours. Do what? You, uh, like, just pick some questions. Yeah, we'll just, oh, yeah. Now okay. we got, <laughs> duh, we got two phones. You should be using them. Um, all right, here we go. Hello from Nagaland, Adonu Kamo. Um, advice for beginners, please. Ah. That's, that's yeah, good. That's a yeah, good question. Dang, what, what's some advice
1: you would give for beginners? Uh, I may be beating a dead horse with this comment, but just foundation. (laughs) Mm. And what I mean by that is just going back to the basics. And I think that, um, I guess, especially for someone, uh, I guess, like us, it's easy to get caught up in the complexities of like what dance can be. But what I've discovered for myself is that I actually started getting a little bit, um, how do you say it? This, this may sound harsh, but I started getting a little jaded with, with dance. So I kind of stepped away for a little bit and, and had to refine my love for it again this mm-hmm, year. Mm-hmm. So uh, coming back, what really helped me was just like going back to the foundations of like groove, you know, or like bounce or just very honestly just beginner stuff. And I think that I rekindled that fire to like love to dance again. And I think so advice for beginners is get that first before you want to go start doing crazy stuff is that um, going into your foundations and really tying like a really good love to it is going to help for like the longevity of why you want to do it.
0: Mm. At checkout to get fifteen percent off your entire purchase. We're always trying to bring you guys the illest gear for all your movement and the shadows' needs. Follow us on Instagram at kin. Like us on Facebook at Aesthetic brand. <laughs> Can Ving say hello in Vietnamese? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hel- hello. Don't no, you kidding? <laughs> uh, I guess you would say the the more formal way is like xin chow <laughs> Damn, nice. we're, getting, we're getting really
0: Asian in here we're multicultural <laughs> up in here um, <laughs> let's see uh, Sabrina Chen advice for college dancers looking to grow and expand great question I not sure exactly what you mean by that but I'm assuming you dance on maybe uh, some sort of a team capacity in, in college and um, are looking to possibly pursue dance further whether it be professionally or to join a dance company or something of that nature so uh, advice for that I think it kind of goes along with what Ving just said to just keep doing it to keep pushing yourself um, keep taking classes keep training um, and It seems like by that question, you already are around other people who dance, whether that be on a team or whatever your community is. Um, It actually helps me. I think for myself personally, I love to dance in a communal sort of environment. Um, And that's what the community is. That's what, you know, Ving and I and and a good pretty much all of the Kinjas at some point um, have been a part of our dance community And what that helps, you know, uh, at least for me do is to be able to share and like gain knowledge and either a technique or even if it's just to like vibe and create with each other um, that always has helped me grow and has kept it fun. You know, I think that's the the most important thing. It's got to mm-hmm. be fun. If you're not having fun doing it, then don't <laughs> do it. Like, there are way better careers to <laughs> pursue than dance if you're not having fun. But if you're enjoying it, um, keep doing it. Keep training. Stay around other people who are hungry for it, too. And if you want to get to that point of, like, wanting to pursue it pr- uh, professionally, um, I would say, yeah, give it a shot. You never know if it's for you or not unless you give it a try. But also go into it uh, having a plan, um, whether that's uh, having a plan of how to pursue it or even having a plan. Oh, well, definitely how to, how to pursue it. But just in case it may not be your thing, um, backup plans are always safe too. So try it, keep training, be around people who are into it, have fun, make a plan and shoot your shot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I agree. <laughs> that's that's Ben's reply. <laughs> I did see I did see a question actually that I thought was really interesting. I forgot who it was cuz it scrolled through fast, but it was what is your top 5 like must-haves or need to have when you travel? Ooh,
0: that's a good one. That's a good one. Okay, I'm going to put some thoughts into that. Top 5 top five underwear just kidding (laughs) this yeah you need the essentials okay how about how about outside of the essentials like what are your kind of like maybe uh, outside of the normals? yeah yeah things that people wouldn't wouldn't um wouldn't assume
1: hmm wouldn't assume well i think it's i think one of the main assumptions like headphones yeah and uh i think I think you have, like, Apple... um, AirPods? AirPods. I have the the Power Beats Pro. Always need headphones when Mm -hmm. you're traveling, whether it's being for, like, you know, inspiration or walking around or creating or just listening to music. That's one. Mm -hmm. Um, The Hypervolt... Yes. Honestly, if you guys don't know the Hypervolt Hyper Ice, it's like this massage it's gun. The gun. That <laughs> I think <laughs> Anthony and John Shi got first. Uh-huh. And then when they got it, like they were just massaging themselves with it, just sitting down. And we're just like, what is that? Yeah. Like, I have to get one yeah, too. Yeah. So we always use theirs. But now, <laughs> by this time, everyone has yeah, one. Yeah. And I you just my, travel with
0: it. I got my China version. It's not the Hypervolt, but some other brand. It works. <laughs> it, works it works well the same enough. Thing. <laughs> That's a good one. Because yeah. we're
1: always dancing, it's always good for like maintenance. I
0: think that's one. Yeah. So we got headphones, Hypervolt. What else? What? What other three do you got? For me. Man, it's
1: hard. I I know this is made. I I'm I always have a book. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I always have a book that I'm reading to like. really just yeah i think that expanding in dance is one way but expanding on like your mental and where you want to go is also really important that may be just an old person thing (laughs) i don't know but like i always have a
0: book that i'm reading and like soaking in okay okay i'm gonna let you marinate on the other two i think i got mine okay so um for me I definitely. Oh, really
1: quick. Sorry, oh, Jackson yeah. Wang is up in here.
0: Oh, Jackson Wang is up in here. Yo, what up, Jackson? Jackson, Team Wang. What's up? What's oh, good? I'm just gonna throw this in there. Um, anyway, that's but, cool. Yeah, that, that's a little blow up. Uh, yeah, let me right, let me for, for myself. Uh, I agree on those things. Um, I personally, and this is actually not like a plug. This is legit. So we have uh, our ambush pack. To collab with Lyle, um, we made a vest called the Vagabond Vest. And the reason why we called it the Vagabond Vest is like literally means like traveler, like somebody who's just always like kind of nomadic and traveling. And so we made, we constructed the vest specifically for people who are kind of always traveling on the go, whether it be on flights or whatever. So we made specific pockets that are, like, for your passport. We have, oh, yeah. uh, we have, like, an elastic band that's inside the pocket that's perfectly designed to, like, secure your cell phone in your pocket without it falling out. Um, yeah, and it's just the most convenient clothing item that uh, is meant for travel. So I literally never travel without my ambush pack vagabond vest um so that's my one i would say two we're always using our devices that constantly run out of juice so i have my anchor Ah, like brick
1: that's a good one yeah i need that
0: like i yeah i always i hate it when i forget that because i'm always losing juice phone dies headphone dies laptop dies yep that's all and um i also travel with a book And I also travel with my iPad in case the movie for some reason doesn't show, or the plane doesn't show movies, which I don't know what kind of planes don't show movies. Like (laughs) what kind of planes nowadays don't have the in the head screen, man. Actually, Um, that's
1: true. And what's dope about like traveling with an iPad just to add on is that all the streaming devices,
0: you can now download your movies or TV shows on it. So that's like, that's key, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And nowadays, I've been learning. I think I've learned this from uh, Darren Wong. Shout out Darren. Darren loves to wear slides all the time. So, and I see him at airports. I'm like, dang, bro, you look way more comfortable than I do. <laughs> yeah, he does. So now <laughs> I try to make sure I bring my slides every time I travel on a plane. Very so nice. I think, I think I nailed mine. Um, cool. Do not do that, 474. Would you like to do a dance workshop in India?
1: Yes, we would. You know, yeah. uh, this summer, actually, we are heading to India. I don't know what uh, place exactly, but it's with, just shout out, Big Dance. I think our um, our international agent, Nick Six, uh, booked Anthony and Mike to go to Big Dance, mm-hmm. and... I don't think it's revealed yet, but <laughs> if this podcast alerts. if this podcast is gonna be pushed later, I believe myself and Bam will also be going out there.
0: Oh. So it'll be
1: my official first time in India and I'm stoked.
0: Oh. And I don't know if this is the same trip, but Bam and I are going to India too. So I don't know if Bam's going twice or if I'm also going to that. <laughs> <laughs> With who? You know who? Uh, well, Nick booked us, so me and Bam. Damn, we're I, all going out yeah. to India. <laughs> so shout out India, we're coming for you guys finally. I mean, we've yeah. been out there once to perform. I think there was a, um, yeah, there was a gig that we had out there a few years back, but um, that was in Mumbai. So oh, um, yeah, yeah. So we are going back out there. We're going to be teaching. Shout out India, we got a lot of love for you guys and we are finally coming to teach you some moves.
1: Yeah, we see all you guys too. Yeah. I know that India is like blowing up and and obviously Bollywood has been a part of like the culture for so long that I guess it's just natural for us to share our like dance craft over there too. So we're excited. We love
0: India. Yeah, shout out India. Um okay what is uh oh man kinjas what inspired me to start dancing back then great having jason lin as a teacher too <clears throat> not really sure what that means but uh shout out jason lin. <laughs> yes he is a great dancer we love that guy
1: oh here's there's a good one this is from bolo 3000 where's one place you haven't taught but want to teach Ooh, that's cool actually
0: okay you got one in mind? I don't, but I thought that was a cool question. That's a great question. Oh man. Well, for me personally, I haven't I haven't like really been to Europe much, which I know all you guys like go to a lot. So I would love to go to like Paris.
1: Ooh, yeah. maybe just
0: meet up with Le Twins over there. Yeah. Let's go, Le Twins.
1: <laughs> yeah, Paris is Paris is dope, actually. They have a lot of like some of the best um street dancers out there. Mm, yeah. So that's cool. Yep. I'm going I'm to talk to you after. Okay. okay. Um, for me, one place I have never been is Africa, actually. Oh, I've never been to Africa. Weird. And I would love to teach out there. I met, I met someone from South Africa, and I know they have you know, a thriving dance community there. But yeah, that's one place. I would love to go to Africa. Just putting Africa. that out there.
0: All right, Africa. I'm sure there's somebody from Africa either on here or know somebody from there. <laughs> this guy wants to go. Bring them out there. Bring them out. Bring them out. (laughs) Damn. We're like crew. All right. um, Here we go. Hello from Nepal. Shout out, Nepal. All right. Andrew Banjong says, Out of all the choreos that y'all have done, which was the most physically demanding? Much love. (laughs) Man, I have to read these Uh, so fast because they're coming in hot.
1: No, it's just funny because one dance came to mind like immediately and it was if you guys have obviously everyone has youtube if you go to youtube there's this routine that is on uh one of our frenemy shows and obviously it's by keone madrid (laughs) (laughs) of course yeah the the goat the goat it's uh i think it's it's by andy minio i think but it's called paganini and it's our closing set and I think me and some of the guys, like if you watch it, it's the fastest thing you've ever done. And it was stressing all of us out. That's one that is just physically so, so difficult. So if you want to know how difficult, I dare you to try to learn it <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and send it to us. And then we'll, we'll see. But that, that one's a tough one. <laughs> Word. I think one comes to mind for me. This was when um, John Ha first joined Kinja's. And, uh, you know, we're learning. This is the first time I was actually learning John Haw moves. I think other guys may have probably like danced with them or taken class. But uh, I remember before I was like going to learn this choreography, I feel like it might have been El Chapo or might have been some other piece. El Chapo was crazy. Um, Shout out John for El Chapo. That thing went nuts. Yeah, that Um, was hard. But I remember Anthony was like, yo, dude, warm up your neck. And I'm like, huh? Why? He's like, trust me, just warm up your neck. <laughs> and Strongest I just remember neck muscles in the, world, the next Hall. day, my neck. like I had Batman neck. You know what Batman neck is? When you can't turn, you have to like turn your whole body. Like you can't. Yeah, like, yeah Christopher my, Nolan. My neck was destroyed. Batman. So shout out John for your crazy neck and for uh, destroying mine. But your moves are awesome. <laughs> Yeah, so that uh, I would say El Chapo probably boom Armin 075, Was it hard to collaborate with Korean effects? Was it hard to collaborate with Korean effects? Well, you know what? That's a great question. I think that was probably at least for me probably one of the most unique sort of collaborative experiences because you know when you're when you're moving to beatboxing, which is done by another human being, there's always slight variations in, like, timing and human error and just, you know what I mean? So being able to, like, um, match perfectly every time is so hard. So it's more of those you have to be able to, like, vibe with the person and kind of know your guys' pacing to, like, the chemistry has to be built. So I think the, the hardest part, in my opinion, was, like, knowing that that uh that energy that you kind of have to only you you build that and you learn that through just the rehearsal space of just like i think i get his timing now and 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 vice versa like him kind of knowing like when we're about to move so he's him kind of always having to sort of anticipate slash us knowing like just that that uh unspoken timing that's just, like, felt, right? For sure. Yeah. 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 Because it
1: was, was... like, a song. It's easy to just push play and then dance to it, but to have a human person do it with their own tempo, their own timing, their own cadence, it's, like, like really practicing it through. But I think even with any collaboration, I don't know if it was hard to work with Korean effects. I think every situation that you collaborate with anyone, it's different. And there's just different levels of... Uh, finding out how a certain person works like what you were saying Ben Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but like just kind of being able to be I think the idea is just to be open to the experience and finding ways to like create
0: something together Which takes an openness yeah very much that was a great question Boom. much love and respect from Texas what's up Just Robert shout out Texas (laughs) shout out Texas Texas
1: some of the best barbecue I've ever had I agree brisket we said Robin
0: 2 to be uh i love kinder style I miss training oh no so fast sorry you just received a shadow bomber i'm rocking it at work heck yeah tie
1: send a photo prove it
0: yeah prove it shout send us a, a photo we'll screenshot that we'll, we'll shout you out <laughs> yeah yeah we appreciate all those who are rocking kinesthetic i'm with pat right now he says what's up yo mama squad what yo mama squad Okay, what's so up, your mama squad? If you're with Pat, tell him we said what up. <laughs> what up from Colorado? Yeah. Okay. All right. Here's Vex eighty eight. What's the difference between the dojo and the complex? Now, great question, Vex. Go ahead. So Dave. we are in the complex. Obviously, you see the sign right there. So the complex is. Um, we we've always wanted a space as kinjas to be able to utilized to freely create and not be um, limited to uh, schedules and um, you know we wanted a space that's big enough that can we can you know have rehearsals to have a podcast room to have rooms that we could just designate for meetings and just you know brainstorming and so when we thought of that like we're like man this is kind of like our Disneyland or a fantasy factory if you will And so with the intention of this space, we want it to be a place where it could be a a creation hub where we can come to every day. We literally come here every day and it's awesome. Everybody comes here and we have a gym downstairs where we can train our bodies and, um, you know, get the physical aspect up. And then we have a dance studio where we can create and rehearse and shoot videos. So that's what the complex is. It is a creation space. Um, And it's not just for Kinjas and it's, you know, we want to eventually open it up in a way where people can utilize it for themselves and for their own needs as well. We just had our launch party January 25th. So we're only a few weeks in, we're still figuring out how to um, build this place out to utilize it to its best abilities. Um, So the complex is that we will be hosting Classes, Our first workshop that we're throwing, our, our uh, collab intensive, which is going to be uh, February 29th. You're mm-hmm. teaching, right?
1: I am teaching. I'm collaborating with BAM.
0: Look at that. Boom. So we are definitely going to be hosting uh, workshops and intensives. And, um, you know, we're still creating all those things. So continue to stay locked on our socials. We're always going to promote that stuff through here. So that is the complex And the dojo, if you guys don't know, is our first studio that we created. It's in Monterey Park, East L.A., and that's going to continue to be the dojo. It's going to be the studio space. Classes are going to continue to resume Monday through Friday. Um, We're going to try to figure out how to even now add to that more now that we have a space like this where we don't need to split um, our time um, based on scheduling. So we want to continue to just pump all the educational training love into the dojo. So that's what that's going to be. And the complex is our creative hub. That was a very long answer. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out being for agreeing. <laughs> all right. That's thank thank you. New spots looking amazing. I appreciate that. <laughs> Any workshops in Paris? Ask Coco. Get lit up.
1: Get lit up. <laughs>
0: Any workshops in Paris? I don't know. Uh, uh not on not, not not right now. Not right now. But okay. I mean if we're always we're always open to yeah, it. Yeah, always think open. Paris is
1: a beautiful city.
0: Yeah, and like I said, I'm trying to go. So what's up, Paris? <laughs> Get what's Ben. Sad? Um worldwide class, please. That I'm not really sure what that means, but you know what? We like we're in a digital world now and we, we actually shot some tutorials, but we uh a, a couple weeks ago. We were down here at the complex, and due to um, what's going on overseas and our, our, our folks over in China that are unable to get out and take classes, uh, we shot some tutorial videos, and we wanted right. to just send them out there because you, you don't necessarily have to be in a dance studio to dance, and that's what's great about dance. You could do it anywhere. You could do it in your living room. You could do it in your bedroom. So we shot some tutorial videos. We sent them over to our folks over in China so they can keep dancing, keep moving, so... I don't know if that answers your question, but, you know, yeah, we have the ability to shoot things on video and send them and people to learn. And, you know, technology is amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, it is. We're getting a ton of amazing emojis here. Thank you for all the heart eyes and the yeah, wow. party blowers. Any questions? Ezekiel Deuce, can y'all please give your definition of urban dance? Woo, that is a packed one. I'm not really sure how much time we have for that one, but <laughs> Ving, how about you give it like a, a nicely packaged... Oh man, that's so much pressure. Um... This, this one is a little bit like controversial, not controversial as in like, um, like it, meaning that there is a lot of thought behind it and we, we want to give a lot of respect to a lot of the, the foundational styles that our movement derives from which roots in hip-hop but then right. there's also you know jazz to tap to you know even like you know modern dance like there's so many different elements that get tied into it and that's why we say it can be controversial and or debatable but the reason right. why we call it that is because that's the best way that we can describe what it is and it's almost the way that uh, we keep using the analogy of MMA and MMA is not a style, but is mixed martial arts, which is a fusion of different disciplines that get put onto a type of arena or a stage or an octagon or what have you. Um, and it's the best way to describe the, the fusion of all those things versus MMA being a style. So, yeah, right. we don't say urban dance is a style, but it is... The best way we can describe the fusion of yeah, those it's things.
1: like a. I mean, if I can maybe be quick about it, is that just a story about I guess us traveling a lot around the world. I think what hip hop dance is is actually really definitive by term. It like has breaking and like has like a certain groove or like a bounce or like foundational styles. Um, we incorporate things like funk and like locking and contemporary like ideas. But I think when we were traveling at the time and teaching uh, a lot of the OG hip hop teachers would notably just be like, that's like not hip hop, you know? And for us at the time when we were like younger, this is like years ago, had to understand like, yeah, I guess by definition it's not. And I think what urban dance is not to say it's better, but it's like, it's a little bit more inclusive in the idea and philosophy of, embracing certain styles and mixing and melding it like like what ben said in mma and what i loved about this conversation that i had uh with anthony a couple days ago is that the idea of urban dance is a lot uh like similarly to bruce lee's jeet kune do Mm -hmm. idea and i love that because jeet kune do is not exactly like a established like martial art it's more of the idea and the philosophy of including so many different ideas and to practice to make it your own evolutionized thing to like express how you will using different tools and because of this day and age, people are asking to put labels and titles on things They're like, "What is this?" you know so I think that's a term to safely associate like what we do
0: as urban dance. Yes, that is the best we can do, and it is still an ever growing conversation. We are not the ones who Um, are putting ourselves in the seat to define anything I think it's an open forum and and we love having this conversation with um, so many of our peers as well as uh, the pioneers and the OGs that we know um, are kind of like sort of the forefathers of of certain styles so we're constantly growing in it we're constantly down to evolve that definition but as students of this thing I think that's Uh, Our responsibility is to keep learning and then keep pushing the envelope. But it's a conversation. So you guys are also a part of that conversation. Um, We're going to, I think we have time for one more question. So let's make it a good one. Who's got it? Who's got the good question? Got a thumb (laughs) up. We got an emoji. Always appreciated. Okay. How? Gabri V. Hi. Big fan. Question, what is the most notable difference in Kinja's 2010 versus 2020? Of that's course, a great of question. Of course you would
1: say that. Hey, wifey, that's my wife. That is uh, <laughs> his better half. Hi, Gabri. She's probably, she's sick right now, so I'm hoping she gets better. Get off the live stream. <laughs> go, go eat some chicken soup in an emergency or whatever you need.
0: <laughs> but that's a good question. That's actually legit. The difference between Kinja's in 2010 and 2020. What is the big difference? There's so many. I don't know. I think at the time,
1: in 2010, when when Kinja's first started, it was Anbu Black Ops. I'm sure a lot of people know the history of it. But it was really like a, like a big, just not a joke, but just something just fun for people to get together and do. And I think it, it, in a lot of ways, it's still that. Mm-hmm. But the decision to make it like a full-fledged business and running on the professional level to like, really have a full-fledged career <laughs> yeah. is the difference. And it's like, uh, I think when you're young, you can like do anything you want, but now it's just like, now we have responsibilities, families to take care of, a wife who is sick, to really provide <laughs> for So I think that Kinja's as a as a company has really um, stepped forward to make it like a, a career path. And hopefully in, in this is to like really pave the way for dancers out there to really pursue the borders and push it even further as a dance perspective to see how we can make it like a lifestyle and like a, and like a choice to want to dance like your whole life. And that got kind of serious,
0: but (laughs) no, it is serious. We are much more serious in 2020. No, uh, but (laughs) like we're not fun anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Zero fun. Only serious. No, totally joking. Um, Yeah. I would also to, to add to that, um, I think we realized, um, like obviously, the platform that we have now. I don't think in 2010, when Mike and Anthony decided to do Anbu Black Ops, which is what it was called, that they would have ever imagined it to get to all of this. And um, now that this is here, you know, from the dojo in Monterey Park to the, you know, the ones in China to now here at the complex, um, we realized, wow, we are actually building something very big. <clears throat> and uh it's actually spreading and impacting the globe. And uh even you guys here on this live stream, uh you care about what we do, so we wouldn't be here without you guys straight up and, and uh for all of uh our army of kin out there, shout out army of kin that have always been supporting us and you know from the stuff that we do, you know, from videos to stage performances to you know, the clothing line, everything, all the stuff that we do, it's it's because we feel like you guys are getting something from it. And so we want to thank you guys for that. And we as the brotherhood here from 2010 to 2020, yeah, it's expanded. Um, it is more than a brotherhood. You know, we have a lot of amazing women. Um, shout out the Quintanas, you know, that that uh, help build this thing that straight up we cannot do this um, by ourselves And you know We need their help So shout out Gabri At home Please get better um, We appreciate you But yeah It's an ever growing landscape um, Something that we love doing uh, We are very much Still a family From day one 2010 To day 20 2020 Day 2020 Day 2020 uh, Day 2020 um, That's not changed You know The family aspect right. of it Is what keeps us here For sure So thankfully That is the heart and soul But um, it's going to continue to grow, continue to evolve. And yeah, look, we got a podcast room. Look at this. Look at this. (laughs) So on that note, folks, um, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, This audio is going to go out. So if you missed this live stream, it's all good. You can catch it later. But we want to thank you guys so much for following this journey. I think we are now like a year and a half of this podcast. We have 83 episodes out? I don't know, something like that. Uh, that's pretty crazy. So if you guys are following the pod, thank you. If you're not, please hop on to your podcast app, subscribe, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. Um, as we did earlier today, we read reviews. Um, people write us things of what they're learning, what they're liking, and maybe what we can improve. All of that stuff is very helpful. Um, if you're digging it, Hit that five star button. Why else would you hit anything less than five stars, right? Hit that five star <laughs> button. Write us a review, um, and take a screenshot if you're if you're listening to an episode. Screenshot that. Um, tag us at Kindness Podcast, cast with the K. We're on Twitter also, and um, I always regram all those things, and um, appreciate that and yeah just share it with your folks and uh we hope this is entertaining and bringing value to you guys in your life thank you so much yeah vim official five stars all day yeah love that love that <laughs> so thank you so much for listening and we will catch you guys next time yes sir.
1: ving thank you guys for having me always freaking great to be in the pod with ben He's one of our one of our most articulate and intelligent <laughs> members so this is perfect
0: uh, thanks for having me guys of course we out y'all sorry for the bad internet connection we love you peace <laughs> <laughs>